Before we start this podcast, I just want to let everyone know that this episode of Locked On Tigers is brought to you by rockauto.com. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Write Locked On in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know that we sent you. What is up, everybody? Welcome into Locked On Tigers. I am your host, Chris Castellani. Today's show is a mailbag show, and I am going to answer three or four of your questions today, and I'm very much looking forward to that. But I do want to start today's show talking about something that's been discussed both in the media and on social media as well, and that is that with the implementation of a 60-game season in Major League Baseball this year, do the Detroit Tigers stand a chance? Do they have a shot? Do they have a shot at the postseason? Do they have a shot at the World Series? And I want to talk about that because it's something that I find very interesting and definitely a conversation we would have never had or thought we were going to have a year ago at this time. Now, I'll start off by answering that question. Do the Tigers have a chance? It is a bit more complicated than yes or no. Do the Tigers have a shot in 2020? Well, I mean, they got a shot in the way that every team has a shot. Like, it's a possibility. It's a possibility in the same way that, like, Margot Robbie could decide tomorrow that she was going to leave her husband for me, but I don't wake up every morning hoping for that to happen, at least, you know, not anymore. But in general, even with the implementation of a 60-game season, do the Detroit Tigers have a chance in 2020? And my answer to that, guys, is no. No. Look, I think where a lot of this stems from is that for the first time in several years, there's legitimate hope for the Detroit Tigers. They have a very good farm system. They have this great string of of young pitchers we're going to be seeing here in the major league level pretty soon. They just had a great draft. They got the number one pick in Spencer Torkelson. Riley Green looks like he's going to be a star. You know, a lot of things to look forward to here. But we can't allow that to blind us from the fact that at the major league level, this team is objectively awful. Guys, they lost 114 games a year ago. I mean, we're talking about one of the 5-10 to 10 worst baseball teams ever assembled was last year's Detroit Tigers. And in all honesty, are they that much better this year? Maybe a little bit. You know, Scope and Crone, they can hit. You know, you think some of the pitchers might improve a little bit. And obviously, a 60-game season. And I understand people's rationale, the belief of, hey, what if they get hot? Well, let's run with that for a second. Because last year... They did start off kind of hot. I mean, hot for them. They were 8-4. and four. They then proceeded to get hit by a Mack truck for the next 150 games. But let's say this year, let's say they double that. Let's say they start off 16-8. and eight. So 40% of the way into the season, they're 8 games above 500. Basically, to, uh, let's just say that in order to make a wild card spot, they have to go 500 the rest of the way. I don't, I don't see that happening. This lineup is still awful, man. I mean, look at how many guys last year had OPSs under 700 in the in the low 600s. I mean, this was one of the worst offenses ever assembled, ever. And yeah, they got Scope and Crone. They can hit a little bit. Those are all right players. But they're not world beaters. They have some pop. They'll hit some homers for you. But in a good lineup, they're your fifth or sixth best hitters. And they were last year for the Twins, a team that hit more home runs than any team ever. And they were like, you know, the fourth or fifth or sixth best hitters on that team. Not to take anything away from them. They're good players. They add a lot to a ball club, but they're not exactly the Mash Brothers. And I think a lot of it stems from, too, the the belief that the youngsters are going to get called up and we're going to see a rotation with Falmer, Scooball, Boyd, Turnbull, and Matt Manning, and maybe Casey Mize as well. I don't think that's going to happen. 
And if it does, I don't think it'll be until the second half of the season. But even if it does, let's say Alavila goes all out and he just is ruthless with this. He cuts Jordan Zimmerman. He moves Daniel Norris to the bullpen. Ivan Nova doesn't make the team out of spring training. Let's just go with this. And let's say he calls up the three-headed monster from the minor leagues, puts Fulmer and Boyd in there, and let's say they have Turnbull as well. In order to make the postseason, you're essentially relying on three rookies to carry you in a 60-game season. Now, I have said and will continue to say that I have no doubt that those three pitchers are going to be wonderful pitchers at the major league level, but we got to stop acting like they're not going to take their lumps. They're going to get roughed up a little bit. They'll they'll probably have a few good starts, and then hitters will adjust, and, and they will have to adjust in turn. But I don't see a world in which these guys get called up, whether it be in 2020 or 2021, and all three of them click and and start pitching like aces right away. It's going to take time, time that in a 60-game season, you don't have. Now, don't get me wrong. I want to see them here, but I'm just speaking about this as someone who is trying to invalidate the argument that the Detroit Tigers have a shot in 2020. Now, nothing would please me more than to be wrong. Do you know how great it would be a year after losing 114 games to come on a Detroit Tigers podcast and talk about a playoff push? Yeah, it's a 60-game season, but that would be a dream, a dream. I just don't see it happening. There are massive holes on this baseball team that will will become very evident even in a 60-game season. Now, I think in order for them to possibly have a shot, you would need to call up those three pitchers. They would all have to mature right away, very quickly, before our very eyes. And every hitter who had a down season last year, Stewart or Candelario, Goodrum would have to have like a career year. Miggy would have to step up. If all those things happen, then sure, they got a shot. But you could say that about every Major League Baseball team. You could say, well, if this guy steps up, and if this guy steps up, and if this guy has a breakout year, then maybe they got a shot. You could say that about every team. But in actuality... Nine times out of 10, and there are exceptions, big exceptions. Last year's Nationals, perfect example. Nine times out of 10, if you're a bad team 60 games into the year, you're going to be a bad team 162 games into the season. So I, I I know there's a lot of people trying to hold out hope and say, well, man, if they can be 500 and cross the finish line, maybe. I, I don't see it. And the other thing you need to bring up, they're playing 40 games against their own division. Guys, what were they, 1-19 against the Indians last year? How do you think that's going to go? Like, I understand there's some people trying to be excited. I am excited. I am excited to watch them play. It's a good division now. You have the Indians, who I just talked about. The Twins, who are a pain in the butt, won 100 games last year, got better, signed Donaldson. The White Sox, who I have been praising for, for years as being a team to look out for, I think they're going to step up this season. I I think that there's a lot of flaws in the argument that the Tigers have a shot. And for the most part, most people are in agreement that this team won't be very good. But like I said, even in a 60-game season, I I don't see a future in which this team finishes anything better than 10 games below 500. It's not a good team. Yet they got off to a pretty good start last year, then completely fell apart. That was 12 games in. Even if they have like an eight and four stretch, I don't think that'll be enough. So yeah, I just wanted to talk about that in the first segment. I don't want to ruin anyone's hope. And look, I'm going to root for him too. In a 60 game crapshoot of a season, fine. I'll, I'll, I'm going to root for him as well. I hope they're successful. I hope I'm wrong, but I just don't see it, man. Even if you do call up those pitchers, you are relying on them to be lights out the second they reach the major leagues. And you got to rely on their offense to start getting some runs for them, which is something that never happened last year. They didn't have a single guy who could hit consistently. Castellanos may be the only one, and he's not here anymore. So, in segment two, I am going to answer some of your questions. I will be back for the mailbag.
RockAuto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to RockAuto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even a new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The RockAuto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brands, specifications, and prices you prefer. Best of all, prices at RockAuto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to RockAuto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. Built Bars are tasty. It's a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. 16 amazing flavors, 8 chocolate nut flavors, 8 chocolate nut free flavors, it says so on the packaging. Bars are covered in 100% chocolate, soft and easy to chew. I had my very first one just the other day, the peanut butter brownie one. And unlike a lot of other protein bars, which have a little bit of crunch to them, these, they really do melt in your mouth. And Built Bars are healthy too. Built Bar is great for the health conscious guy or girl. Lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat. Bars are low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber. Look at uh, something like the peanut butter brownie, the one I just talked about. That's 20 grams of protein, 170 calories, 3 grams of sugar, 3 grams net carbs. You can try them today, but we have a special offer as well. Go to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code LOCKEDON and you'll get $10 off your first order. Use the promo code LOCKEDON for $10 off at BuiltBar.com. And we're back. So like I said, I'm going to answer some of your questions now in this second segment. Got quite a few. I'm not going to get to all of them. Just kind of the ones that I felt like were best for this particular show. But don't stop asking. I appreciate you guys sending all of them in. The first question comes to us from Jonathan Carter. That's at WaffleAddict5 on Twitter. How much an effect do you think is playing in front of zero fans in the building? Will pitchers not throw as hard or sharp of movement on off-speed as effectively slash efficiently without the extra levels of adrenaline being provided by fans either booing or cheering? Okay, my personal belief is that physical gifts are not affected because there may or may not be a crowd in the stadium. I think spring training kind of debunks that theory. We see guys throwing 100, 101, you know, getting up to 103 or 104 in spring training with their fastballs and, you know, small crowds. I don't believe in that theory. I think mentally it will have a greater impact. Baseball does not have the kind of home field advantage the way that other sports do. I mean, we saw it in last year's World Series. The road team won every single game. But I do think there is still a bit of a psychological impact on the game of baseball when you're playing on the road in someone's home field. And I think that impact will be taken away. Now, you still have the the travel stuff, which I think can can knock a team off their game a a, a little bit, even though a lot of these guys 
are veterans. And I do think that the win percentages for home teams will probably decrease a little bit compared to what they have been in previous seasons. But for the most part, I don't necessarily agree in the theory that guys' stuff might not look as good because they won't have the adrenaline. These guys are competitors. They're playing for something. The adrenaline is provided by the game, I feel like, not necessarily the fans. But it will be something to look out for. Maybe maybe that is a possibility. You know, there's been certain pitchers, Max Scherzer, Justin Verlander's talked about this, who says that when you hear the crowd going, that's when, you know, the adrenaline kicks in and that's when you reach 100 miles per hour on the gun. Maybe that is a thing, but I I kind of doubt it. We'll, we'll see, and I, I'm sure there will be plenty of evidence on StatCast or wherever that will support whether or not that theory holds water. Next question comes to us from Gruff Shardy, okay? Do you think Fayeto will be the first of our top pitching prospects to be thrown into the fire this year because of his age and that he has the lowest ceiling of the four between him, Mize, Manning, and Scooball? I don't see that. I think that would really stunt his growth. For the most part, I kind of, especially in a 60-game season, don't agree with the theory of, oh, you don't want to call these guys up because it'll it'll ruin their confidence. It's 10 starts. Like, I don't think it's really going to do much for them. I talked about this on Wednesday's show, bringing up guys like Jose Barrios, who really struggled in their first call-up and t- turned out to be tremendous major league pitchers. I don't see Avila doing that. I think it would actually be unfair to Fiedo. And I like Alex Fiedo. I think a lot of people gave up, gave up on him too quickly. But when he was drafted, he was much more of a project than any of the other three, even Manning. And, you know, this was a guy who put up great numbers in college, College World Series MVP in Florida. I liked the draft pick. I did. I know a lot of people thought that they took him too high. I like when they draft proven college players. I, I was fine with it. But he was a project. He was a guy with some very funky mechanics threw a lot of pitches at Florida. His arm was probably not in the best of shape when they took him. He's cleaned up those mechanics. He's still working on figuring out a way to repeat his delivery consistently. But like you said, he has the lowest ceiling of the bunch, and I think it would be unfair to him, and really unfair to Mize Manning and Scooball, for the fourth best pitching prospect in this organization to get called up before any of the other guys do. I don't think it would make sense. I don't think it would be fair to him, and I don't think it would be fair to the other guys, and honestly, I don't see it happening. The other three guys, like I talked about on Wednesday, I believe they're ready. I, they have dominated every level that they've pitched in since high school. I think they are ready to pitch in the major leagues. Alex Fiedo, while I like him and do think he is going to be part of the future of this organization, I don't see it with him. Next question comes from at Hipportes. With the extra innings rule, do you think more rosters will include a designated speedster, even if he is lightly used otherwise? Absolutely. I'll tell you who the happiest guy in baseball is after he found out that that rule was in place starting in the 10th inning. That would be Terrence Gore. For people who don't know, Terrence Gore is one of those strange outliers in baseball. Not a great hitter. Don't believe he's he's a great fielder, though I've heard he's, he's good because of his speed. He is put on a roster for one reason and one reason alone, to steal bases. Has a World Series ring with the Royals in 2015 because of that. The guy can steal bags. He will make a postseason roster because of that reason. And you are going to see somebody like him get a lot more work starting in extra innings this season. Guys like Billy Hamilton, who kind of hit his way out of the league in recent years, or at least as a starter, is going to have a job now being a base stealer in the late innings of games going into extra innings. I think absolutely we're going to see teams employ one more speedster on their team to try to get those extra runs across in extra innings because of the implementation of this rule. I think that's a good question. And the last one comes to us from Ryan Frederick at RyanFred1415 on Twitter. Would you rather make the playoffs or get Kumar Rocker? Before I answer that, I, I will explain. Kumar Rocker, pitcher out of Vanderbilt. A lot of people are viewing as one of the best, most home run pitching prospects 
of the last several years was unbelievable in the postseason for Vanderbilt last year, especially in the College World Series. I mean, just absolutely dominant. Was a freshman at the time, just completed his sophomore season. He will be eligible for next year's draft. And as of now, depending on what can happen, he will be the likely number one draft pick. Now, I will say, I don't know how they're going to do the draft next year. I read a Lynn Henning tweet that said that he believes that it's possible that next year's draft will combine the records of teams from both 2019 and 2020. I don't know if that's just the theory, if there's actual evidence to support that. I think it would only be fair. And if that is the case, the chance of the Tigers getting that number one pick are very likely. Like I said, 114 losses in 2019. This is a very good question. As a content guy, as somebody who does a podcast about the Tigers, it would probably be better for content to see the Tigers make some sort of playoff push in 2020. But I ain't so worried about 2020. I'm worried about the future of this organization. That's where the hope lies. And I would put up with going, you know, 18 and 42 this year if it means falling into a guy that some people are saying is the best pitching prospect, maybe even since Steven Strasburg. So in that aspect, yeah, give me Kumar Rocker. And I, I don't like doing that. I don't like being the guy who's rooting against them to lose. And look, if, if they get to a point where they're 10 games above 500, you know, 20 games into the season, uh, I might feel a little bit differently. But for the time being, you got to load up for the future. The future is not 2020. And I know in a 60-game season, people are saying, well, give it a go. And, you know, I'll root for them too at first. But right now, it's about loading up with young guys in the system and getting those guys to the major leagues as quick as possible. We know we're going to see these pitchers here soon. We know Torkelson's not going to be in the minor leagues very long. Let's get Kumar Rocker here. I I think it would be dope to see Kumar Rocker go number one to the Tigers. But if they get to a point where they can wrap up a number one draft pick, you'll probably see me rooting for it like I did a season ago. So that is going to do it for today's show. Good week's worth of shows here. I appreciate you guys tuning in. It feels like we finally got something. It's nice. It's very nice. You can follow me on Twitter at Castellani2014. That's at C-A-S-T-E-L-L-A-N-I-2014. You can follow this show on Twitter at LockedOnTigers. If you have any questions for the show's mailbag segment, you can send those to this show's Gmail account, LockedOnTigers at gmail.com. And I think I forgot to mention this, at least on the last podcast, maybe even the podcast before, but go to Apple Podcasts, go to iTunes, leave a positive review for this show. It would be much, much appreciated. Hope all of you out there have a great rest of your weekend. So glad to have baseball back. So glad to finally have stuff to talk about. Have a great rest of your day and go Tigers.